Hello everyone. In this video, I'm going to teach you how to read the media and pass the regime. Now, I wish this video was not necessary, but from the hundreds of comments I see every day, apparently it is. Many, many uh, of you, it seems, are fundamentally unable to pass what we call the regime. That is, which direction are the powers that be moving at any given moment. So I'm going to uh, explain a number of key lessons here, and hopefully more of you will be able to pass the regime <laughs> uh, after I finished. So the contents are, first we're gonna look at the rules of the regime. Second, we're gonna look at the relationship between the media and the regime. Then I'm gonna give you one simple trick to read the media. Then I'm gonna map out all of the different outlets or many of the different outlets of the media, uh, not all of which are created equal. Then I'm going to outline the most common mistake I see made by rightists all the time. I'm gonna show how the regime can contain any genuine dissident energy. And then we're gonna have a look at a case study um, of the prospect of Donald Trump winning the election later this year. Uh, because I think, uh, you know, spoilers alert, that the regime is gearing up for another Trump presidency, and it's not really that subtle. So on that uh, topic, what are the rules of the regime? Well, the first thing is that the regime never plays 4D chess. Now, 4D chess is a popular uh, among the kind of conspiracy crowd. They think, well, you know, um, it'll make you think it's going one way and then it will go another, you know, as a kind of stratagem, uh, you know, false flags, all this sort of stuff. No, regime never plays 4D chess. It always basically uh, ends up doing what it says it will. And it always signals its intentions always it always primes its audience that is it signals and telegraphs well in advance what is going to happen so that everybody watching at home can prepare mentally for that new reality now occasionally in fact quite often things don't always go as the regime plans and they have to change course in some way so they can memory hole all the things they said at will and in fact there's a huge cavalcade of uh different stories that were huge in the moment that have since been pretty much memory hold let me just uh, name some from the time i've been doing this channel do you remember the whole ordeal that they put brett kavanagh through uh when he was being you know, at the hearings before he was sworn in as a Supreme Court judge, you know, they accused him of rape. They they brought in that woman, uh, made a, you know, there was all of that theater around Brett Kavanaugh, all memory hold, all forgotten about, never talked about again. Um, or what about the whole deal with COVID-19 vaccines? This was the most important thing in the world. Everybody must get it, etc. 
space. And then one day, early last year, or, or two years ago now, 2022 it was, um, just before the Ukraine war uh, broke out between Russia and Ukraine, dropped. I, remem I remember um, them saying, oh, the NHS aren't going to offer it anymore. Oh, that's that. That's that then. Last two years, it must have been, must have been a dream or something. But they, yeah, just gone. Um, their their capacity to do that is astonishing, and they will do it again, and they'll do it again and again because people have short memories. So it doesn't really matter what was said a year ago or two years ago, or even six months ago. So these four rules must be maintained at all times. Never plays four D chess always signals its intentions, always primes its audience, can memory hold it will. Okay, what is the relationship between the media and the regime? Well, first, the media signals the regime's intentions. And, as I just talked about, it primes the regime's audience. So those two things, what is the regime going to do and what is going to happen what is the new reality going to be in a month's time two months time three months time and it constantly does those two things signals intentions primes the audience for what's going to happen and the reason it does that is pretty simple you know the um the regime is not centralized i mean it does have some central command and control structures but for the most part it is not um so there needs to be something that lets all the little nodes in the regime know what to expect. Otherwise, you'd have chaos. So it does need these uh, mechanisms to let everybody know what's going to happen. Okay. A very good example of signaling and priming was actually before the 2020 elections. I remember watching it on the BBC and on Sky News and on CNN they told the audience exactly what would happen. They said Trump is going to get a lot of the votes early on, but then a whole load of votes are going to come in from Democrats late on, and Trump is going to claim there's fraud. And that's exactly what happened. I watched it happen in real time, and so did you. We all watched it happen, and they told us that's how it would happen. And then they spent the next two years saying, Trump is lying. Baseless allegations. Baseless. How many times did you see the word baseless? Told us exactly what was going to happen. It primed the audience for it. And then it told you to your face that what you just saw, you know, that what happened in the 2020 election um, was, uh, was a free and fair election. That's what they told you. Third, the media focuses on what the regime wants you to focus on. Uh, and this is just very simple stuff, really. Um, what about that story a while back where there was uh, uh, people coming out of the tunnels of New York? That was a story for about a day, and then it moved on to something else. Um, but it really, really wants you at the moment to think about Taylor Swift. Can't move at the minute for mention of Taylor Swift. She won a Grammy. She's, um, you know, there's a conspiracy theory about her. She secretly wrote this book. I mean, just this past week, I've had to listen to normie radio. Um, and, uh, you know, I get the news bulletins, basically, when I'm in the car. Um, and 
the number of times Taylor Swift has been mentioned is a pretty strong signal that the regime wants you to focus on Taylor Swift for some reason, okay? The media also ignores what the regime does not want you to focus on. So, like I said, the tunnel people in New York, it didn't want you focusing on that. Who did want you to focus on Taylor Swift? This is not difficult stuff. This is kind of like really basic stuff I'm uh, outlining, but it is necessary, uh, unfortunately, um, as I see in the comments every single day. And it will, and even after I make this video, you're still all going to make the same mistakes over and over again. Um, it's like banging your head against a brick wall. Anyway, let us move on to the next uh, thing. Here's my one simple trick to read the media. And um, this is basically you stick in a bunch of search terms into Google. So on this, in this example, Trump poll black voters, right? What is the media saying about black voters and Donald Trump at any one given moment? And then you click on the news tab. Do you see that news tab there? And it will come up with all of the regime approved sources. So you can see the BBC, MSNBC, The Guardian, and Al Jazeera there. And uh, you can see that the media really wants you to know that Trump is proling well with black voters and Biden is losing black voters. Now, there could be any number of reasons why the regime wants you to know this. It could be a kind of uh, campaigning strategy for Biden, i.e. letting everyone know that uh, Biden's struggling with black voters. So it's really important for black voters to turn out in South Carolina, for example, okay? It could be something like this, or it's a signal to all of the um, Democrat machine, get your act together, you, you know, black voters are going over to Trump, alarm bells, okay? But it could also be something uh, even more simple, which is that um, we're gearing up for a Trump presidency, and a lot of black people are going to vote for Trump in that election, which is what I think is is happening, Okay. Um, so this is your one, and you can do it with any topic. You can try it now. Uh, think about any of your favorite hot button topics, whack it into Google, hit the news tab, and you'll see at a stroke the direction that the regime is moving in, um, what the media is thinking. And it's not subtle. It really isn't. When you look at it this way, you can see issues on which the regime is walking lockstep, Okay. And then you'll be able to see, well, well, here's one that looks different. Well, this is obviously a stray opinion piece by a journalist. Uh, this is obviously, um, you know, one rogue article somewhere, not on board with all the others. Well, you can ignore the ones that aren't all the same. On any given topic, you'll see that the vast majority of the articles will say the same, substantially the same thing. Okay. Um, and I'll say more about the stray journalist or the opinion, the rogue opinion piece uh, in a moment. But more or less, this method is foolproof. You can see what the media is saying on any given topic by whacking it into Google and hitting the news tab. So not all outlets of the media are created equal. Um, right at the top, it's very important for you to understand that the whole media one of the reasons that all the media on any given day is saying the same thing is because the 
the one kind of central command and control structure um, that the regime has, media-wise, are these two uh, news agencies, Reuters and the Associated Press. These are two news wires that go through to all of the other, or every newsroom, every newspaper, they, they are connected to the AP wire and the Reuters wire. That's why I've called it Optimus Prime, okay? Now, one of the ways you can basically beeline to, quote unquote, what the news is, is simply by following AP or Reuters yourself. And then you'll get kind of just the news, unadorned, typically not much of a spin one way or the other. Occasionally, there's a little bit of left-wingery in there. But more or less, you get the unadorned news from those two. All of the other outlets uh, that I've listed here basically take that wire, whatever comes through that news wire, and they sling their own spin on it, right? You'll, you'll often see that the source of the information is the same, but all of the different outlets will just put their own slant on it or put their own headline on it, okay? Um, now, the outlets that are most closely aligned with the regime, i.e., the ones that can show you what the regime, quote-unquote, is thinking on any given topic on any given day are the top-line ones here. BBC News, CNN, The Times, that's the newspaper of record here in the in in Britain, one of the oldest papers in the world. The New York Times, that's the newspaper of record. In America, the Financial Times, which has to be a bit more balanced because there's all the money men read that one the economist which has gone a little bit more shit they've been recent years but still and newsweek those basically are regime central and one of the ways that i um kind of pass what the regime is thinking is sometimes i'll just beeline to bbc cnn then maybe have a look at what times and new york times are saying okay not the opinion parts the opinion parts of the new york times are a bit more or a lot more liberal leaning but i'm just talking about the front pages the headlines okay because really it's the headlines that give you the signals what's happening what the headlines say okay and we'll have a look more about how to um read those in a moment but really those are the ones you should pay attention to there okay if the BBC is saying something or the CNN or CNN is saying something, that's a pretty sure indication that the regime is serious about it. Okay. And the, there are certain topics where you can really, really see regime thought, right? War is a good one. The war on Ukraine, um, the Israel, Israel stuff, you know, war in the Middle East. You'll see that the regime walks in lockstep on those sorts of issues doesn't matter if you're left or right and the bbc cnn times will follow whatever that top line is okay so then we get the different uh, kind of arms of the regime okay now all of these are regime but they're like i said they're not all created equal and um there's a whole tier of media that basically exists to create kayfabe storylines for the left for the shit libs Okay, it's NPR News, MSNBC, Guardian, Washington Post, Atlantic, Time Magazine, 
CBS News, and there are a few other ones as well. Okay, there are a few other ones. Um, and basically, these will lean into some of the crazier headlines sometimes. They'll go, um, you know, for example, on Donald Trump, they may have gone bigger on some of the trial stuff. I noticed, for example, that CNN and the BBC were pretty cagey around the trial stuff. They weren't really up for that. Whereas, um, of course, MSNBC, Guardian, they went for it big time. And that is because they are basically the outlets for uh, left-wingers, left-wing fans, basically, of the regime, left-wing fans of the regime, um, cheerleaders of the Democrats, cheerleaders of Labour Party in this country. Um, uh, you know, they're all over these sorts of stories, okay? And then the obviously the, the the kind of counterparts on the right, what I've called right containment here. Uh, you've got the Hill. Uh, I should have also put the um, Wall Street Journal um, there there as well. Fox News, Telegraph, New York Post, National Review, Spectator, Daily Mail, and uh, there's even more like the Sun and some of the trash tier tabloid papers in this country as well. Um, they're all part of a kind of right containment complex. GB News a little bit as well. Um, probably at this point, some somewhere like Breitbart. Um, Breitbart may get away with being a bit edgier on some issues, but basically Breitbart is part of the containment complex at this point. Um, and <clears throat> they basically exist to do the same thing uh, on the other on the other side, and they also. Like, for example, I noticed that the Daily Mail, uh, if you open that today, one of the big headlines that you'll be hit with is Taylor Swift at the Grammys, Taylor Swift mania, right? So you'll notice that even in the right containment papers, you're still focused on the same things. Now, the angle may be different, but you're still basically focused on the same. You're All, all of these outlets are keeping you on the reservation in one way or the other. Okay, they're trying to hook you into safe little um, uh, issues, basically, that aren't going to really be a problem for the regime to deal with. Uh, and I think woke, quote unquote, woke is one of those issues that is containment. I did a whole stream uh, with, with, with Scrump and Evelyn the other day last week, which I would encourage you to go back and watch on containment strategies um the one thing that all of these outlets don't want people doing they don't want white people thinking of themselves in racial terms or in terms of a group identity they don't want um the focus to be on legal migration as a topic as opposed to illegal immigration um you know th there's a whole bunch of issues that they don't want people going towards they're quite happy with you uh thinking about kind of uh blue-haired feminists and transsexuals and uh, you know they're even happy with you thinking about small boats and illegal migrants and the border crossing at this point um in, in america what they're not happy with is thinking about immigration as a whole as an issue and anything to do with race. They want you off that. Um, 
another thing that is a total no-go area for the right containment zone um, uh, concerns those same people who were coming out of the tunnels in New York that I mentioned earlier on. Anything to do with them, and that is uh, not kosher either. And then below them, we have the trashed here. Um, I've, you know, the Daily Beast and the Daily Wire, which are kind of two cheeks of the same ass. Um, you know, just on different, and they're the kind of trash tier, shit lib and right containment outlets. There's the Independent, which was a formerly respectable newspaper, but now is entirely run by sub ninety IQ interns. Um, there's the Huffington Post, which is again, you know, the, I, I guess that the people who get rejected for work experience, the Independent, go on to work for the Huffington Post. There's the Vox, Jacobin, Mother Jones, and there's more. Like uh, I also see Rolling Stone, which used to be a music magazine, come up, and that would be a trash tier publication as well. And um, they create a lot of noise in the system, I would say. Almost everything created by the trash tier is noise. Noise, distraction, rubbish. Um, nine times out of ten. Okay. So let's uh, carry on. So I, I completely ignore those. When I'm trying to pass the regime, I want to look at the regime central nine times out of ten. And then if I want to see what the establishment right or left is saying, I'll go to the others. But uh, I, I ignore the trash tier entirely. Okay. Um, but the trash tier and the right containment zones are important because... Um, Oh, we'll get to that in a second, actually. We'll get to that in a second. Because first, I want to give you the number one most common mistake made by rightists. And that is, I mean, the libs of TikTok is a very good example. Um, but it is done all the time by a lot of these right containment outlets. The first thing that will happen is that a right containment outlet will find the most insane outlandish statement made in a shit lib or a trash tier publication, and then it blows this up and highlights it. I'll give you an example. So if you look at look here, um, let's say in this country, the most uh, the Guardian, right? The Guardian has a lot of very left wing voices writing for it, not just Owen Jones, but you know. There could be an article by uh, the, the comedian Stuart Lee or something like this. And some of the more kind of batshit left-wing thought will be in The Guardian. And then typically, somebody like a of TikTok or Daily Wire or whoever will grab a hold of a headline like this and they'll blow it up and they'll highlight it and they'll laugh at it and they'll draw attention to this kind of crazy thing that's said by the left-winger. Every other right containment outlet then reports on that as well because they've seen it there, they've seen it in the Daily Mail, or they've seen it on Ben Shapiro or whatever. Oh, they've seen libs of TikTok tweet it out, so they want to highlight it too. And every online influencer, then many of my mutuals, for example, enhance the story more and they share it and they comment on it, and it goes round and round and round. And so suddenly you've got a story out of nothing. Okay. You had it. You, there was no story. And now there's a story. Okay. And in fact, there were sometimes, even in the worst cases, they were manufactured stories. I mean, I mentioned Ben Shapiro, one of the, one of the absolute nothing manufactured stories that Shapiro 
uh, created back in the day was Ben Shapiro is going to talk at a university. Um, they're trying to shut it down. They're trying to cancel it. Instant story all, all across the right-wing press. Whereas when you actually look into it, nine times out of ten, it was a nothing story. I've even seen like people I like, like Peter Hitchens, engage in this sort of thing. And there's a lot of fakery in those sorts of stories because they're they're kind of puff culture war nonsense type type things, okay? But anyway, they've created a story out of nothing. And then this story, what what happens in the kind of manufactured storyline by the containment right is mistaken for the regime's line when in fact it's just some random shit lid. Nine times out of ten. And the entire Libs of TikTok account is just this over and over again. If you look on Libs of TikTok, they will highlight some insane, you know, blue-haired feminist saying something. That's blown up. And then what that person is saying is mistaken for what the what the regime's line on the topic is. And the regime's line is often something else or, you know. Um, the, the regime can be a lot more moderate than these kind of more insane people who are highlighted. Not always, but often. Uh, but this is kind of sensationalism and it's clickbait engagement and it's story creation and it's how the entire uh, right-wing um, influencer space works, unfortunately. But you've got to kind of have your head switched on to see through a lot of it. Uh, Libs of TikTok, uh, I've highlighted here because that account is particularly bad for it. Um, if you have a look, they were caught out this week. Something chronic, though. Uh, they 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 shared a, uh, a quote unquote white person, uh, you know, hating on their fellow whites, but cropped out a certain necklace that person was wearing. Necklace had the Star of David on it. So let's carry on. Um. Yeah, so <clears throat> the other thing I wanted to mention really quickly before we do our case study is the way that anything genuinely popular, anything dissident, anything that, um, you know, might maybe even slightly troubling to the regime is very quickly contained by this machine, by the kind of containment right machine. Um, here's a good example. This Oliver Anthony, do you remember he did that song? Rich men north of Richmond, basically like a standard country song about a poor man lamenting the fact he has to work for rich men and all this sort of stuff. Um, conservatives went crazy over it in an absolute cringe fest. I ignored it at the time and then, you know, uh, pointed out that it was cringe of people to really get so excited by this at the time, but that's what happened. Then he came out and said that. Um, He's not right-wing, he's not conservative, you know, fuck you, basically. Um, a lot of conservatives then disavowed him. In a, a, but look at what's happened. What happened to Oliver Anthony? He's now on the Daily Wire sharing, uh, negotiating a shared vision and taking a leap of faith with Jordan Peterson. So Anthony Oliver now, or, or Oliver Anthony... Uh, you know, after that brief episode that made him blow up, blow up in fame, he has now been co-opted by the regime. He is now just another kind of talking head in this kind of grift sphere. Brilliant. 
and it's just lapped up by the same people you told to do one just a few months back. Now he's now he's sitting in front of you, uh, you know, gobbling up the shekels with the rest with the rest of the crew on the Daily Wire. Okay, and this is how containment happens in real time, but it doesn't matter because nobody has a memory uh, at all. So I'm going to have a look at a case study now for uh, Trump 2024. And this is basically what happens if you type in Trump 2024 into Google and hit the news tab. And you'll have a look. You know, there's lots of different things that come up there. Notice that GB News is included. That means the GB News is accepted onto the news tab of Google showing some degree of regime approval. Um, the Hill is there, BBC, Financial Times, Daily Mail. Okay, so we've got two, uh, three containment right sources and two BBC ones. And you'll see that the BBC one uh, tries to take a neutral headline, but it does mention that Donald Trump has a strong lead in the polls. of New Hampshire, that's an old headline, okay? Um, Financial Times asked, could anti-Trump warnings backfire? So they're basically uh, setting up for uh, the fact that the kind of hysterical anti-Trumpism uh, of the Democrats and of Joe Biden has uh, alienated middle-of-the-road voters. This was three weeks ago, okay? Um, Labour's Chris Bryant MP admits Trump U-turn after calling for ex-president's arrest. So, you know, a left-wing MP has U-turned on Trump. Um, Biden trails Trump by 20 points on handling of the economy, says the hell. Uh, Joe Biden falls to 16 points behind Trump. And you can see that basically all the headlines are signaling that Trump is going to be the president. He's going to be the president again. And all of these outlets are basically preparing their audiences for the fact that Trump is going to be president again. Uh, Financial Times, they've written him off. Can Joe Biden beat Donald Trump again? So, you know, asking the question. Uh, here's a little trick, by the way, that I uh, was taught once uh, by journalists. I happen to know a few journalists back in the day. Um, and that is that uh, if you ever see a question in a headline, in a newspaper, the answer is always no. If they ask a question, the answer is always no. Okay. So asking, can Joe Biden beat Donald Trump again? The answer is no. <laughs> Once you know that, you can kind of uh, you can kind of see a lot of uh, you know the hidden messaging <laughs> in journalism. Uh, the Guardian view on a Trump second presidency: things could only get worse. So. The important thing there is not that The Guardian thinks the things will get worse under Trump. Of course, they're The Guardian. Of course, they're going to say that. It is that that they're gearing up for a second Trump presidency. Reuters, Trump's election A-team, lean, mean, and largely unseen. Uh, independent, a quarter of Britons want Donald Trump to return to the White House. Now, what was really interesting about that story is that if you read it, most people in that poll, because this was a UK poll, and the UK is a kind of 
gay country, as we all know, most people in the UK want Joe Biden to win the election. God knows why, but they do, right? Something like 45% of people wanted Biden. But what the independent led with was a quarter of Britons want Donald Trump to return to the White House. And the picture is Trump. It is signaling that Trump is going to be the president again. Guardian, a revenge term, what another four years of Trump would look like. Trump would not reappoint Powell as Fed chief. Trump will remain on the Illinois ballot. Trump warns of a nightmare future for the Biden warns of a nightmare future for the country if Trump should win again and lists the reasons why. U.S. 2024 U.S. election. No court can stop Trump from becoming president. So you can see that it doesn't really matter where you turn. The signal, loud and clear from the regime, is that Trump is going to be the president again. Now, I think there are all sorts of reasons why they want Trump to be the president, by the way. I think, uh, you know, you can read my articles on that. But this is just one example of how to pass what the media are doing. You know what the media are like when they're all in on a story the other way, for example, right? 2020 election. No, baseless. You know, Biden won. Biden's going to win. Trump is behind. Trump is a loser. All of those headlines went in that direction at that time. Okay. Um, the Kavanaugh story is another example. COVID, Ukraine. You know when the regime is walking lockstep on an issue and when they're signaling strongly what's going to happen. Okay. And it doesn't matter what it is or whether it's true or not. You know, Vladimir Putin has cancer, for example, was one that uh, I remember basically every outlet ran with. Um, because they can always memory hole it after the fact, right? Right now, the regime is signaling strongly that Trump is going to be the president. And you can see here that uh, this uh, guy on Twitter clearly has taken uh, some academic agent classes because he can uh, pass what's going on. He says the regime wants Trump and is quietly letting you know. So in November, it's not a shock. The question is whether once in power, he has the balls to go full dark MAGA or if he cucks and folds like he did in the first term. Well, that remains to be seen. Um, I have a theory that uh, certain people in Israel and elsewhere want Trump to be the president. I also have a theory that the system needs Trump to be the president to bring people back into the system so that white boys can die in their wars. Um, all I know is, is that even aside from that, let's, let's pretend that wasn't my thesis at all. Even aside from that, looking at the headlines, it's all signaling there's going to be a Trump presidency soon. And they're telling people this on television, right? MSNBC is using their airtime to let its viewers know that Trump is probably going to be the president, okay? And that is how to read the media and pass the regime. Let me know if you have any questions um, in the show notes. I think what I'm going to do is, because this is quite an important topic, any questions I get, whether if people want to send super chats, they can, because this will air as a premiere. 
but you can also just write in the comments. I think I'm going to do a special stream where I go through and answer as many questions as I can. If you view this on Twitter, I'll do, I'll have a look over there as well. All right. I hope hopefully this was useful. Took a bit longer than I was uh, hoping, but uh, you know it's necessary. I will uh, be back later on for cigar stream, and I may also do that special stream later on today as well. We have to see how it pans out. Getting my car fixed, um, you know, and I have to go and deal with a with with a mechanic in a second. Uh, I'll remind everybody: do buy my courses at the Academic Agency. Most importantly of all, though, get out. Order now from the Academic Agency.